Welcome, everybody, to the University Star Sports Podcast. I'm Kisem Ramirez, the sports editor for the University Star. And joining me, first time on the show, Matt Gervitz, sports reporter for the University Star. How have you been? I've been pretty good, staying warm and dry. It's wet out there right now. I hate this weather. Hate hate this weather it's like so erratic like you look at it it's like 80 on Wednesday and then terrible on Friday rain everywhere and it's kind of inconsistent and I think that's kind of the segue I'm going to go with the weather is inconsistent baseball softball kind of inconsistent over the last couple weeks uh just a quick wrap up before we go into men's and women's basketball baseball was two and three uh over the past weekend three consecutive losses to Central Michigan zero two three five uh they got beat 14 to six I mean they had a couple games where they probably could have won closing, didn't really put it together. Um, softball, different story, same record, two and three, but they lost their first three. Close it out with two big wins over Connecticut, seven to zero, seven to one, excuse me, nine to zero. So they're looking at it, both teams heading to conference play next week, non-conference play done. So it's interesting to see if those teams can get consistency, unlike this weather. Um, but we're here, talk about men's and women's basketball, senior days, two games left in the season. Pretty big game, uh, men's basketball in particular. Last game of the season, seventy. Last home game of the season, excuse me, seventy to sixty win. First time they've scored seventy points in regulation since January fifteenth. Matt, what were your thoughts? It was a big game for sure. If they would have lost that game, they would be exactly where Arkansas State is now, which is outside of looking into the tournament at the tenth seed. And Texas State is now the seventh seed, and they control their own destiny going into the tournament. If they can just beat Appalachian State in their next game, they'll they'll clinch and be able to get in. Make or break, do or die. Those are the buzzwords that are hanging around this men's basketball team. Coach Casper, Thursday after the win against, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting, but after the win Thursday, he said that if they didn't win, he told his wife, I might have to overhaul this team. I'm going to have to recruit different guys. And that's how dire the situation was. They were on the outside looking in, don't know what they do. Then they put up two consecutive wins at home, kind of solidify it, not for sure, but almost essentially do it because now they're the seventh seed. Big performance for them, for sure. Shows that they got guts as well. They yeah. really needed to win those games, and they buckled down and they got the win. They need to keep it going, though, against Appalachian State. The goal to get into the tournament is not there yet. And you look at it, this team struggled offensively. Just I called it 50 shades of awful offensively, like, and I meant that wholeheartedly. Now I feel like you know they got that kick in the kick in the rear, the kick in the rear to go. Okay, you know this is our this is our moment. This is our chance to go to Nola, like they say, to make an impact in the Sun Belt Conference tournament. And I just want to shout out because he's been kind of he's been struggling this year. Not so this time. Caven Gilbert Chilberry again for the second consecutive game led the team in scoring. 19 points uh, against Arkansas State. 13 points in his last game. Montalvo, 12 points. Wes Davis in his final home game as a Bobcat, 11 points. And the way he put it post-game Saturday was that great way to end his career kind of at Texas State. And now they're looking forward. And now they don't have the whole will they or will they won't make it. Now they're at a point of, okay, now who are we going to play? What are we going to do kind of thing? And I think going forward, that's the monkey on for back that I think is a good sign for them. Yeah, definitely. And Til Tilbury, for him, that was kind of a better late than never type of game. Exactly. He definitely hadn't been doing well all season. But 19 points and a huge game kind of makes up for it a little bit. Not totally, but it definitely helps. And I've, always, I've been waiting for him because I feel like he has the tools, all the physical makeup. I think he, just the ability to do it. And I've been waiting for him to 
put it together. He's just a sophomore, but if he can do this to sustain this, you have Imani Gant, who's a junior. Next year could be more promising than this year, and they're already kind of at a point where they've already exceeded expectations. Last year, they only won eight games. They're already past that. So if you look at it from a big-picture standpoint, this team is already at a better point. Um, this team has two more games left in the season against Appalachian State, Louisiana Monroe, teams that they both lost to in San Marcos, but uh, by close margins at one point against Louisiana Monroe, Texas State was tied, and that's the team who's 13-5 and in the conference. So that's perspective. I think this team can beat anyone if they want to or if they have the, you know, the focus for 40 minutes kind of thing. Um, but the, the interesting part is now that they're the seventh seed, they're kind of a, in the inside looking in, if that makes any sense. Uh, conference tournament in a week and a half, New Orleans, how do you think they're going to do? Well, they got an interesting schedule, and uh, if they can beat Monroe in the last game, that will definitely give them a ton of confidence going in. They're already a confident squad, and if they can get to that six for seven game and possibly play Appalachian State or Southern Alabama, and if they beat Appalachian State in that last game, they could possibly win that game and then be looking at to the, um, the number three seed, which could be Louisiana Monroe. So you could see Appalachian State versus Monroe to end the season and then Appalachian State and Monroe to start off the tournament. And if they can win both of those at the end of the season, that's definitely good confidence going into the tournament. And if they can win that that's the quarterfinal game, they could possibly be looking at the two seed. So they might not even see the one seed the whole tournament until the championship. So that could help. Interesting thing about this team and the way Amani Gantt put it Thursday is that if they're rolling their focus, he honestly believes that this team can beat anyone in the conference. And you look at it, they've already beaten Georgia State, a prominent team. Louisiana Monroe, they were tied. They've played every single one of these teams to a varying degree of competitiveness. And they, they have that excuse me, going for them. Um, the interesting thing, and if you don't know about the conference schedule for men's basketball, is that the first through four seeds get a bye in the first round, and then you have the five versus eight seed, six versus seven seed. So if Texas State, where they're at right now, the seven seed, they'd be playing UALR in the first round. That's a matchup that they split this year. That's a matchup that almost feels like a coin, a coin toss in that regard. So fifth in offense, that team, eighth in defense, kind of flipped of what Texas State is. That'd be an interesting first-round matchup. If they can get ahead of that hump, then you're looking at Monroe in the second, uh, in the second, in the semifinal, so to speak. That's a winnable matchup. Then you go into Georgia Southern, Georgia State, um, tough teams with star power, like as, as Coach Casper said. But those are, if you look at it, if they buckle down, play good defense, do what they do could be winnable matchups going forward. So maybe this team has some, you know, stuff left in the in the in their tank. Yeah. Yeah, they kinda had a slow start to the season, but they definitely finished strong. And if you can get hot going into the tournament, anything could happen. And that's kinda how we want to talk about women's basketball. That's gonna be our transition there. They got what Coach Antoine said, huge win, quote, monkey on our backs. Uh, and that's in response to their victory over Arkansas State. Uh, they were 0-4 all-time heading into that matchup. They just could not beat them. They were close, kind of on the cusp, almost there, not t entirely there. They're like, okay, we can beat them if we sustain our level of play for 40 minutes. They got the win on senior day. What are your thoughts on that? Well, they played great. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the girls had really good scoring nights. Aaron Peoples had 17 points. Ariel Anderson put up 16 points in the second half alone. And Megan Breyer, again, made some more three-pointers. And Erica May almost got herself a double-double. She was one point shy of that. And they scored well. Um, they, the team, Arkansas State kind of got to come back there at the end, but they were able to hold them off pretty well. They had a pretty big lead the whole game until the end. 
and that's definitely good confidence going into the the final stretch of the season. They play Appalachian State and Louisiana Monroe, who they've already beat this year, and they could be seeing Appalachian State maybe in the tournament, but it's not likely. I think that um, they're looking at either playing Louisiana Lafayette or they're playing UTA in the first round, and that's going to be a big matchup. Those two teams are completely different matchups for Texas State. They've lost both games against Lafayette and won both games against UTA. So if they can maybe get UTA in the first round, and then they'll probably be playing Little Rock, who is very, very good. They've beat Texas State by 20 and 27 this season. But if they can maybe get some magic going, who knows what could happen. Little Rock might be looking ahead towards the championship. They're already supposed to be making it to the tournament, so they could be looking ahead. 24-4 and record, 17-2 in the conference. That's the Sunbelt Conference juggernaut. Texas State, in that matchup against Arkansas State, beat them despite the Red Bulls having five players in double digits. Like, they put up points on their own, and Texas State simply just outscored them, which is, you know, the point of basketball. And four players in double digits, Aaron Peoples, Errol Anderson, Megan Breyer, Taylor Deer, Erica May, one point away from double digits, a balanced performance top to bottom, the kind of performance that Coach Z has wanted all year. Like, okay, she's been saying constantly, I have eight starters, and I can kind of flip and kind of go with that. And you're looking at it five to six, maybe even sometimes seven players are putting up numbers that she can feel happy with. Um, Shooting-wise, Texas State dominated from every facet, 50.9 focal percentage, 40.3 three-point focal percentage, 81 from the line. Like, this is just every single part of the zone they were shooting well. And that's a win that you look at it, that's the confidence builder that you need. That's the – culmination of everything they've been kind of doing and I I looked at it and I remember talking about it three weeks ago the four seed is great I wish they got the third seed now it's out of reach now unless you know it's it's out of reach but the three seed was pivotal because you can kind of sneak into that Troy and to Arkansas State territory in the second round now you're playing UALR who crushed you by 23 point and a half points per game not the greatest, but you know we won't that won't that matchup hasn't happened when nothing's happened Uh, Texas State still has two games App State Monroe, uh, eight and ten in the conference. Monroe seven eleven. Texas State can beat both. Um, conference tournament wise, that's where they're at. Their spot is solidified. They're good. Probably in the four seat. How do you think they'll do in that in that tournament? Well, like I said, Louisiana Lafayette could be a tough matchup against them. They're very fast and athletic. And Texas State got killed by them the last time they were in Lafayette. And then UTA is a team that I think Texas State can handle. Um, they. They were able to handle UTA's big girl. Kind of a one-trick pony. I feel like you got that that player in the middle. Yeah, they're good at stopping the big men or big girls in the middle with Jacqueline Jeffcoat and Erica Mays is really good down there. They got got a shot against UTA. Lafayette, it would be nice to avoid Lafayette is what I'm trying to say. And, of course, yeah, Arkansas Little Rock might be – a pretty tough matchup in the second round. But, like, yeah, you said it hasn't happened yet. And 20 and 27, they lost to them the last time. They could be overlooking Texas State a little bit there. They could be thinking, oh, yeah, we've taken care of this team over and over again. We don't need to worry about them. Let's look to the future. Since Arkansas Little Rocks actually lost to the two and the three seed this season, so they could be scouting them hard, just thinking about them the whole time and just completely not even think about the Bobcats coming in in the second round with their big shooting. They, they can score with anybody in the conference. So if Texas State gets hot, the Trojans better watch out. 
I'm with you. I think this Texas State team on both sides of the ball, they're fourth in defense, sixth in offense. I feel like they're a very balanced team that kind of knows what they are. Trust Taylor Deere, trust Megan Breyer, like Coach Z is putting five guard lineups sometimes, mixing it up with Jeff Coat and Kalia to go big. They have three point shooting at the guards, they have distributing. I feel like as a basketball team collectively, they have a lot of talent and things to work with. So that talent can get you over the hump. They're gonna be heavily, they're gonna be heavy underdogs against an Arkansas Rock if if they get there. But it's not a matchup that you go, okay, it's over from the get-go. Like there's in a single game elimination tournament. Anything can happen. You can put one good performance together, and then, you know, you, what do you know? You're the Sunbelt Conference champion. You're the NCAA tournament. I think a quote that I wanted to end with from Coach Z is that she said it Saturday, and I think it was a good a way to wrap up the show in a way that, you know, okay, this is what, how she feels. Um, and, I'm a, and I quote, that's what you want as a coach. You want to be playing strong um, going into March. I'm saying let the madness begin because I'm ready to roll with this team. I think that says everything in itself. Like, she's ready to roll with this team. Her confidence is there. I think they're finally to that point that she wanted to be in October, and the sky's the limit. So uh, I think that's how we'll end it. Matt, any, th- any final thoughts? Uh, well, the women's team, it's definitely a young team, and they've grown up a lot this season, and you've been able to see that throughout the season. And we're going to see some more growth in this next couple of days, and whenever they get their tournament shot, we'll see what the, the youth on the team can do. There are still some seniors on the team that are going to step up and be good leaders, so – We'll see how they do when it comes to the crunch time in the tournament. And I'm excited. You know, this is an exciting part of the year where you're looking at men's and women's basketball, kind of putting everything together, kind of getting to the final part of their season. Then you have baseball and softball getting the conference season. You feel like everything is kind of coming together at one point as a sports editor. It's really exciting to see. Um, and that's, I, that's how I think we'll end it up. I think that's a good way to wrap up the show in a good way. Uh, so for Matt Gervitz, I'm Keith Ramirez, the sports editor at the University Star. Peace out. Peace out.